Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome to episode two of season two of Ballastrade's World of Interesting Things. I am the one they call Carter. And I am the one they call Lex. Together that makes us Ballastrade. An alt folk duo who don't need to eat lots of extra crisps, but are going to. That's what we do. We like crisps. So that was a very tenuous link to what we're going to talk about tonight. I wouldn't say it was tenuous, I'd say it's really on the nose. Exactly. So uh, rather than talk about books, films, or other highbrow intellectual things, we thought we'd talk about things which we are very keen on and are very very close to our hearts and to our bellies. Things that we think about quite a lot. Crisps. Um, Crisps. Savoury snackage. Exactly. So tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we bring to you... The World Cup of Crisps. Balustrade's World of Interesting Crisps. Exactly. And so we're taking this much more seriously than we've taken any other part of this <laughs> podcast so far. Lex has actually made a World Cup wall chart for this, everyone. We it's ha- remarkable. We have a diagram. We will include that in the notes. <laughs> what? what we've, we've taken a lot of time thinking about this and discussing this over the week. And <laughs> the format is going to be as follows. It's so sad. We're, we've been on this earth nearly 80 years between us. And this has got us more excited than most other things. So we've each chosen four crisps. And we're going to play them off against each other. We are going to judge them based on the five senses. Ooh. Ooh. Taste. Smell. Sound. Slash crunch. Look. That's of the crisps and their packets. And the feel. Whether or not they leave any residue, <laughs> as Matthew just announced. You don't want any sort of like milky residue on your hands after eating crisps. No, do you, you like don't. Like so we're going to judge. Slug trail. And overall, then give them a kind of a rating, perhaps a score out of five, we've yet to decide. Yeah, some kind of score. And we'll come to a decision, go on, do you know what? That crisp is the best. <laughs> Carts and I will each choose one, and then the winners of those rounds will then go through into a semi-final. Yeah. And then the winner of those will go into a final, and by the end of this tortuous podcast, <laughs> we will have declared... A king of crisp. And we will have both put on about three pounds. And what better prize <laughs> is there in the world of confectionery snacking than a, a made-up prize from two idiots in Wiltshire? Yes, he's, he's babbling now, yes. everyone. He's just eager for crisp. I am very excited. So t- tell us about the form of how we're going to proceed, my start. We are going to start with the way every good sporting contest should begin with a coin toss. That will determine the order in which we go in terms of presenting our choice of crisp. Yes. So what, what order are we favouring? Some kind of ABBA order. I think it's ABBA as preferred by penalty shootouts these days, apparently. So the winner of the coin toss will go first. Yep. Then... Then the other person. Then the s- other person will go again, then the winner. And, and so on and yeah. so on. I've, I've managed to bore myself <laughs> So toss the coin cart. Okay, we are using a 10 pence piece from 2014. Just, Just a year. Coin fans. <laughs> Heads. It's tails. I'm going to go first. Now, what we're going to do here is, is reveal very much about the pair of our two lifestyles. Carter's brought his crisps in a varsity football tote bag. Classy. And I've, and I've just put mine on, on a table underneath a floral print tea towel. Mmm, that looks like Kath Kidson to me. Or if not, a, a fake, it's a BHS replica Kath Kidson. <gasps> knockoff Kidson? Oh, there's plenty of knockoff Kidson in this house, as long as it's on brand. <laughs> 
timer fans will be disappointed to know that there's no timer tonight. Be- because because Frankie, there is no timer on crisp. I am going to start proceedings with a classic. We're going pickled onion monster. Ah. What is Pickled Onion Monster Munch playing against, Mr. Thomas? I feel it is only fair that to take on Pickled Onion Monster Munch should be <laughs> Roast Beef Monster Munch. <laughs> now, I appreciate this is a bit like drawing Brazil and Spain in the first round of the World Cup. Goodness me, one of the favourites is going out early. Yeah. Now, obviously, in terms of look and feel, oh, they're looking very similar. The pickled onion one, my one's got quite a bit of size on it. The pickled onion is a bit more dominant. The beefy ones, they are beef. Yeah, yeah roast beef. Are darker of hue. Due <laughs> Good old hue. <laughs> due to the nature of the coating. Yeah. The flavour. I believe. They have a good crunch on them, just by they being a very good crunch. Now, a Monster Munch has always been a classic, mm. but they were... Because the ones that we had as kids were different. They were. They? they were different shapes. Yeah. There Slightly was different, different flavours. Because there were different monsters. They were, now you just get feet, don't you? Yeah. And there were... Each of the monsters were on the pack. Yeah. You used to have a different one of those, didn't you? Yeah. The, there was the pickled monster. And, and weren't there other flavours as well? I can't remember, to be honest. I think there was a bacon flavour or something. There was no something in the red... Or there's the flaming hot one. Yeah. But that was a, that was part that of... Came for the longest time, that was the only one that was available, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, when it was sort of... They got rid of the other ones. During the dark years, when there was no Monster Munch. It we was flaming hot or nothing. Yeah. So we've had a beef. We're now going to eat a pickled onion. Mm. Similar crunch. I also feel it has a slightly lighter texture, a pickled onion. Mmm. It does. There's more air. Mmm. That could be because of the... More air has been pumped in, into the... Thus making it bigger. So it's not yeah. more just about size. No, it's not. Right. Now, I think, to be perfectly honest, you get less taste with the pickled onion ones than I remember. Yeah, I would say that's true. I, I remember them being really quite fierce mm. and strong. But I also think that's not such a bad thing. Because no. as someone who's not a fan of a pickled onion in general, actually pickled onion not so much is the exception. And yeah. I recently, over Christmas, had... Aldi's own version of pickled onion monster munch, yeah. which had a very strong flavour oh, and I were think, quite unpleasant. I think I'd quite like them. Yeah. You will discover as the evening goes on my love of a strong flavoured crisp. Let's go in terms of look. Let's have a quick yeah. look at the look. Obviously, it is a classic design. It's great. You know you've got the good monster munch logo, big monster, and a yeah. strong Brandy. single colour. Yeah, pretty much. The purple for the pickled onion. Flying in the face of the traditional crisp colour scheme. Well, the, because they just make up their own rules. And obviously, roast beef crisps are normally a dark brown. Yes, I mean, yellow for a roast beef crisp is shocking. They would look like they're cheese flavoured to it me. It would, yeah. But it's a good job there's a big pink monster on there. We're going to penalty shootouts already. Do you know what? I think it might be beef. I think I could happily, I wouldn't mind a beef going through. Well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. The first winner of our Titanic opening match. And what a match it was. Well done. To beef monster munch. Right, so that means that I have to choose for round two, doesn't you it? You do. You're first up. So when we were discussing this last week about what I would choose, you said that I would largely go for a, for a, a meaty-based crisp. Absolutely. You love a I chunk love. of meat. And so for that reason, I'm going for a bit of a left-field choice. Okay. One that my good lady wife reminded me about when we were discussing tactics over the week. Okay. And I'm going to bring out... A T-bone steak flavoured royster. That's quite an old school crisp, I would say. It is. It's a bit of an old one. It's not not readily available. So I'm going to go mainstream. Oh. I'm going to see your T-bone steak, your meaty goodness. 
and introduce us to a wonderful world of fish. Ooh. Or shellfish. It's prawn cocktail <laughs> walkers. It's a classic. Right, so should we, should we open up our packet? We shall. Now, to me, a Roysters is the kind of crisp you have in a pub that's given up. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, I d- well, we've got some Roysters around the back that we added left over in the I feel that's a little unfair. That's just my impression of the Royster. You're, you're damning it to be like a like a scampy fry. I am indeed. Or yeah, a I've, bacon fry. I mean, to be fair, Roysters I rediscovered after finding them in Poundland. So that doesn't okay. really help, help my argument with this. No, no, no. But they do have a fine and bubbly texture. They have a bit of a weak smell. I'll give them that. Um, those, those crunch is not satisfying. No? I'm not a fan of that flavour. It's very. It's similar to the roast beef Monster Munch flavour. It is, this is true. But it doesn't have the crunch to back it up. No, it doesn't have the uniqueness of shape and shape as no. well. Although well, I do stand up for the bubbly nature of it. What other bubbly crisps are there? Um, I'm trying to think. There yeah. aren't any that I can think of. Not that I can think of. The only one I could think of that came close would be a disco. But I mm. think that's more by accident rather than design. That is a weak disco. Yeah, it's an indie disco. <laughs> more of that in a few weeks. <laughs> Why have you chosen the prawn cocktail walker? Is it the walker or is it the prawn cocktail? Which it's, is It's the combination of the two. I think if you go in just to grab a packet of crisps, your walkers are your go-to, yeah, they're your standard. Yeah. But they're, they've got a quality to them. They're not rubbish like your Golden Wonder were and your Smiths were, yeah. to my mind. Okay. They're classic. They come in foil. They are. They, they are the kind of the kings of crisps but they're everyday crisps. But they are they? ubiquitous, aren't they? They are. They're yes. the high street, everyone has them. They're the Fosters yeah. and John Smiths of crisps. Yes. And I like the prawn cocktail because when you get a good flavour, lots of flavour on one, yeah. there's nothing better. Okay. They've got a sweetness to them. They've got a savouriness. It's kind of like a sweet and sour crisp, almost. Yeah, because I'd normally just go for a, a plain walker. Right. I'm a big fan of a plain walker. Oh. Prawn cocktail is my go-to flavour of any crisp. Because they taste nothing like prawns or prawn cocktails. Well, that was my next bit I was going to start start discussing, was the, the flavour issue. In that flavour realism. Prawn cocktail doesn't taste of prawn cocktail. It doesn't really taste fishy. I draw your attention back to the T-bone steak. Well, it says T-bone steak flavour. It's not pretending to be prawn cocktail. This does not say prawn cocktail flavour. It is literally prawn Prawn cocktail. cocktail. Exactly. I don't think anyone is suspecting that they will get lettuce in a glass. No. Does it come with mayonnaise? Thousand Island dressing? Mary Rose sauce? I don't know. I've never had a prawn cocktail. I've had it once. It's, It's... Combination of two of my least favourite things, cold fish and mayonnaise. I've forgotten your hatred of mayonnaise. Yeah. So in actual fact, the fact that the prawn cocktail crisp doesn't taste of mayonnaise is, 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 is a, a good, small positive for it. This is a bit of a tricky on pass, isn't it? Because I don't like the Roysters and you don't like the prawn cocktail. But mm. I'm prepared to let, the, let them go through. Mm-hmm. On virtue of it being a Walker's. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I'll just sit here. Because I feel that Maroysters is a left field choice, and I know it's not for everyone. So there we go. Into the winner's circle goes Prawn Cocktail Walker's. First reveal is Alex, I believe. I'm going to again start strong, and I'm going to play Frazzles. Now, these are your favourite snack of all time. They are very. I'm going to go with some ham and pickle Brannigans. Ooh. Now, I don't think I've. 
ever had a ham and pickle Brannigan. More known for their roast beef and mustard flavour, yes. Brannigans. And didn't they used to be in paper packets They as did, well? used to be. Um, I rediscovered these recently at Home Bargains. Oh, okay. This is interesting because we've got crispy bacon versus smoked ham. Indeed. A pig off. <laughs> now, the one thing I'm quite pleased about, because I bought this in a shop, yeah. I've got the large grab bag size frazzle. Now, no, when I was growing up again, frazzles were multi-pack and small. I remember them, tiny mu- little packets. Yes, much smaller packet than they are now. Well, we've got an interloper, we've got a pitch invader. What would you like? What happened to the Roysters that you were slagging The Roysters are here. Oh, I've come in to get the Roysters. What, what are those ones? Um, ham and pickle brannigans. Ham and pickle brannigans. Oh, can I try ham and pickle brannigans? Yes. Now, very <laughs> flavoured, yeah. So they're, they're similar to a prawn cocktail, but with more crunch. They are very pungent. I'm just going to go on record here as saying that I'm sat about two foot away from them and I can smell them wafting through the breeze. I always like, with a Brannigan, they're a thick cut crisp. Yeah. I lick the flavour off because I like the intensity. <laughs> That's quite unpleasant. It is, a, it is a stiff crisp, isn't it? Mm. Now a frazzle is a weirdly... I remember the, the lines being a lot stronger. Yeah. When I was young. If you look at if you get a fake frazzle, a lot of them are. If you favour, say, a bacon crisp or um, a supermarket own brand frazzle, will often be a lot stronger flavoured mm. and a lot thicker. Now, what is interesting is when I think about this, I think if I'm going to have a packet of crisps, mm. I'll have something that lasts me for a long time. Mm. I can make a packet of Brannigan's <coughs> last an entire frame of snooker. That's because you live. Of them. safety play. <laughs> and with a frazzle, I think I just wolf them down because they're. Light and airy. And they are light and airy, this is true. So they, good, good job I've got the larger bag then. The frazzles are nicer than I remember, because I remember not liking frazzles. I still wonder if you had a real frazzle the last time you had one. Proper, when I was a kid that was all, it was frazzles, proper frazzles. Yeah. Neither of these taste like the flavour they are pretending to be. This is nothing like a ham and pickle. And that's not really like a crispy bacon. It attempts to be like a crispy bacon yeah. by at least looking vaguely yeah. like a rasher of bacon. Yeah, again this goes to you like meaty, I like vinegary. I don't know what to do with this one. This one's a tough one. A Brannigan is not a crisp that is on my radar. It's not one that I would say, ooh, you know what? I fancy a Brannigan. Mm. Perhaps because it's the jazzy flavours that put me off. I'm the same. I think it must be 30 years since I bought a Frazzle. I eat Frazzles out of habit as much. I love them very much. I very rarely find myself wanting to go and pick up a Frazzle. But I'm never disappointed when I do have a pack. Do you of find yourself sometimes with a packet of frazzles, not knowing how you got there, in the back of a frazzle den? Yeah. Down the yeah. back of an abattoir, yeah, I presume. Exactly. When I've had my fourth pack of frazzles that day, <laughs> and I've got a greasy residue on and my you're fingers. Guzzling pig milk. Yeah. By the gallon. We're back to Star Wars again. <laughs> so taste. They both taste... I'm yeah. happy with the taste of both. Yeah. Smell, the Brannigans stink. The Brannigans is strongest. I would be reluctant to eat that in an office, much as I'm also reluctant to eat a fiery hot monster munch in an office. Yes. And a beef hula hoop. It is actually... The smell is a private smell. <laughs> that maybe has no place in a public forum. <laughs> Certainly, whereas a, a frazzle is pungent. I have my nose in the packet and I can't smell them. Yeah. It's a, they aren't a strong smell, are they? No. But they're, they're, they're all about the flavour. It's surprising for something with so little smell to have such flavour mm. contained within its 
crunchy walls. I'm horribly frightened, Carts, that if we look at this objectively, the frazzle is going to have to go out. Because if we look at purely the statistics, <laughs> the Brannigan is more flavoursome. Yep. It's more smelly. Yep. It's crunchier. Yeah. It's got a... Well, it's... I reckon frazzles take the packet. Frazzles wins the packet. Fraz- frazzles has got to win the it's packet. It's got 80s, 70s old school styling, whereas yeah. this has got fake vintage. Yeah. And I fear that when it comes down to feel... The Brannigan is a very inoffensive. Crisp. The Brannigan, and it's a thick cut, which, yeah. whereas which a Frazzle leaves a, a little bit of a greasy residue on your finger. I think it. I think you're right. I think the Frazzle, the Cristiano Ronaldo of this, the all style and no substance. <laughs> but he's quite a good player at the same time. Yeah, who's all style it's and the no David substance? David Ginola. Yeah, where's your Brannigans? Is your hardworking midfield box to box David Batty? Oh, that's a good choice. Brannigans yeah. wins. I can't believe that this has happened. So. <clears throat> the last one. Yeah. It's a relatively new addition to the crisp world. Interesting. My mother described these as tasting like electricity. <laughs> I'm intrigued. They are McCoy's chip shop salt and vinegar. Blimey. This is this is strangely apropos because I'm gonna have to bring out McCoy's flame grilled <laughs> steak. <laughs> And this is it. Isn't it? <laughs> it's is, again. This is another pair of it's heavyweight battles. Meat versus vinegar. The battle as old as time <laughs> itself. I feel that already straight off the board. I didn't even know McCoy's made salt and vinegar crisps. Carts, these chips are making me sad. <laughs> Because I fear this is like an early knockout. I love a McCoy, so any McCoy's is going to have a, is good. And it gets mentioned in a Malky song. A million steak McCoy's. Mm. That's a great crisp. That is a great crisp. What I like about that, what I'm, where these benefit over other beef flavoured crisps is, I get the sense of there's lots of onion going on there as yeah. well. That is my favourite meat flavoured crisp. Going back to what you said about it, it being the Roysters being a... Um, an afterthought in a poor pub. Yeah. McCoy's is always the sign of a good, good pub. Good pub. You can have these plain grilled steak with a pint. These are a crisp I love. So I've got to be more precise in what I'm saying. These are like on audio. Mm. The chip shop vinegar, McCoy's chip. It's a crisp I love. Yet the flame-grilled steak is a crisp that you know you would want. I also feel, although I, I, I am enjoying these very much, I don't know whether I could eat an entire packet of them. I don't think you're meant to. It's a massive packet. This is true. That <laughs> doesn't, doesn't normally stop me. And the thing about a McCoy is, we were talking about weight and value for money for crisp. A McCoy is an expensive crisp. It is. But they're but a heavy crisp. They're heavy. And actually, they've got the ridges for the flavour. Yeah. I'm going to say flame-grilled steak for me. Wow. I feel that's quite a comeback. I felt the steak was on the ropes after the initial flurry of, of your surprise revelation <laughs> of steak and vinegar crisp. They are very zingy. They are zingy. When mum said, ooh, no, 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 they taste like electricity and ran away from the crisps. That is a very accurate description. I do like these a lot. I feel like this has become the the Iceland of this round and a continue with another torturous football metaphor here. <laughs> and it's the one that's going to valiantly go out in the first round, but it's the kind of one that won the hearts and minds. I mean, it's a new crisp. Perhaps it it's, it's, it's up and coming. In two years, it could be a shoe-in for the final. Yep. But the it's consistency the... of the steak, yep. it knows what it's doing at this level. If it had gone up against the Roysters, it would be three. Oh, straight away. It's a noble early exit. We have our semi-final this time. Welcome to the first semi-final in this World Cup of Crisps. After a very epic first round. It was one of those long World Cup long rounds, it wasn't it? It seemed to go on for months. It was. So we are left with the winners of Group A, B, C and D. 
Interestingly, there's an even split between Carter's choices and Lex's choices. Excellent. So it's all worked out very fair, almost as if we could have planned it like this, yeah, but we cool. didn't. So let's bring us into the winner of Group A, Roast Beef Monster Munch. Anyway, versus... they'll be going up against Prawn Cocktail Walkers. I didn't know all the Chris had their own theme tune. That's, <laughs> no, that's exciting. I, <laughs> I feel Prawn Cocktail Walkers is lost in the uh, theme tune department. Oh no, it won there. There's an audio treat for everybody. You lucky people. Now then, in my mind, there is no way that Roast Beef Monster Munch is not going to go through to the final. Fine. <laughs> I mean, your passion for the roast beef monster man is bigger than my passion for the prawn cocktail walkers. Okay. So that's fine. It genuinely I can is see the, them going through. It's a good crisp. It's it genuinely solid. is the king of crisp in every way, shape or form. Let's not yeah. go too far. The, the prawn cocktail walkers has no place in the final. If this was my house, not your house, I would have flung them against that <laughs> wall there. No. When it would have been hilarious for five seconds. Well, less than that. And then you would have got nervous and had to clean them all up. Yeah, they would have then had five minutes of hoovering. <laughs> you go, well, that's soured, that that's, one. <laughs> that's that mood broken. That's ruined that friendship. <laughs> I resisted the temptation. Oh, that's very kind of you to do so. Going back to the discussion of flavour, did we? I can't remember if I brought this up earlier. Where do you stand on a skip? Um, like the flavour, because obviously part of the prawn cocktail menu. I always had a trouble with their consistency. But they are one of the few crisps you can suck. Can you still get us? <laughs> Sorry, you stopped me in the tracks. <laughs> Yeah, you can still get skips. I haven't seen them for years. Also, and this is going to be one of the more middle-class things I said. I was going to say the most middle-class thing I said, but this doesn't even come close. <laughs> Marks and Spencers do a very nice fake skip, do which they? is very flavoursome. Much more flavoursome than an actual skip. So, that's one semi-final quickly decided. Now the second. We welcome into the arena. Brannigan. And McCoy. This is going to be a hard-hitting bank. To my mind, this is the final the public wanted. <laughs> And such a shame to see them come up against yeah. each other in the semi. Monica. They are both crunchy ass. Obviously both very pungent. I'd say Brannigan's edge pungency for range. They're unusual, the Brannigans. In what respect? I was waiting for some insightful analysis there. And you just stuffed a crisp in your mouth. Well, they're almost sweet. Yes. And that's not a flavour you expect. I suppose it's almost like the tang plastics. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, horrible that they're lovely. Yeah. We haven't discussed the rare treat in a McCoy's that is the super flavoured tiny bit of a McCoy that you sometimes get at the bottom of a packet. Left at the bottom of the packet. Like a, a hunk of solid flavour. Yeah. Like a highly condensed black hole of a crisp. Dark matter, that's the word I was looking for. Like in um, uh, Futurama, where yes, Nibbler, Nibbler just lives on dark matter. Doesn't it shit die dark matter? I thought he ate, ate them, I couldn't remember. Either or. It go, either comes in or into out. or goes out of him. For, I have two thoughts on this. For crunch and sort of that kind of feel, it's the McCoys. Yeah. For me, for flavour, it's the Brannigans. I'm conflicted. You are. I'm happy for both of these. I'm going to say, for, for a crisp, which I was initially reticent of due to my fear of the unknown, <laughs> I'm coming round to it as being quite a strong contender. I don't know which way to call this. No, nor do I. Should we... Should we toss a coin? I think we might have to. Is that going to be the equivalent of penalties? Yeah. Heads is McCoy's. Hearts, or tails as it's known, <laughs> is Brannigan's. Goodness me. 
This is as controversial as it gets. It is. Oh, and that was a bit of a fumble. That's <laughs> all right. It's an audio medium. No one will ever know. It's Tails. It's Tails. The Brannigans the are Brannigans through. The are through. Blimey, what an upset. Goodness me. McCoys can feel very hard done by that. They can. We have a final. We have a, a, a maze or a corn snack versus crisp final. Which is the way it should be, you know, the two different schools. It's the it long is. ball against the short ball. It's about flair against grit and determination. <laughs> flair versus grit. <laughs> it's, um... Now, you see, I think I know who should win this. Mm. I think that the winner are these Maisie bad boys. Yeah. However, it's a round too far for Brannigans. Had McCoys got to the final, I would have named them the winner. You know but what? they didn't. You know what? I think you're probably right. That's Give that's a choice. World Cup. That is a World Cup, isn't it? Goodness me. So we got there in the end, but with a shocking final. The final was a bit of a damp squib in the As end. As the afternoon. But Balustrade is proud to crown Roast Beef Monster Munch as the f- winner of the inaugural. World Cup of Crisps. The crowd goes absolutely wild. Mm. We've had a good tournament. I've eaten a lot We've of eaten crisps. a lot of crisps. I feel quite unwell. Should we um, look back on the tournament and declare our um, golden boot, golden packet? The crisp of the tournament is the McCoy's Flame Grill. Uh, see, I was going to vote for the uh, McCoy's Salt and Vinegar Chip Shop as the... Uh... Okay, so the Manufacturer's Cup yeah. goes to McCoy's. Yeah. The, con- the constructors. The constructors. That's it. Yeah. In the F one of crisps. Yeah. But in terms of the uh, the kind of the, the team of the tournament, but the chip shop is is the surprise package. When they write about this tournament in years to come, when they make the official film of this tournament, it's not really the uh, the roast beef monster munch victors as though they were that will be remembered. No. Well, that's been a very exciting evening. We uh, will be back in a future week if if this is deemed a success by by us. us. We, we may well be back with the European Championships yeah, to yeah. the World Cup, which will be the European Championships of Biscuits. If we do do three E, yeah. it's the Six Nations. <sighs> so if people want to get in touch with us and tell us to stop uh, talking about crisps. To be honest, I didn't bring my book in, w- in which I wrote it down. You didn't need it last week, can't No, because you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash balustradehq. Carry on. You can send us an email at whitepodcast at gmail.com. Please do that. Somebody please. And the other way you can get in contact is on Twitter. Woo. At whitepod. Hooray. Let us know what your favourite crisp is now, what it was when you were a kid, what you think it might be in five years. Your favourite crisp memories. (laughs) Anything really. Has a crisp ever saved your life? Anything. Let us know. And that's it. Congratulations on a on a fine win. Roast beef monster much. Well done, roast beef monster much. Good Goodbye, night. listeners. Introduce our new yoga podcast later. <laughs> <laughs> Two fat blokes do stretching. <laughs> do you know what? I'd pay good money to see that. <laughs> Dot com. I spelt monster wrong. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that hard a word. <laughs>